Now, when we preach here, we usually do one thing and do it again and again, which is we preach through the, Bible, through the Bible. How long did we spend on the Gospel of Luke? Like forever. It was like 120 sermons. And, and we've done like topical series now and then. We talked about communication, which was a little bit of a marriage sermon because, you know, we don't communicate with our, our spouses very well. Uh, last June, we did our questioning series on LGBTQ issues, which we didn't put publicly on YouTube, but it's actually like it is on our podcast, which just started, and you can get it on iTunes if you listen up, and, uh, and the first like four are from June, so hopefully we don't get canceled, but that's a risk I'm willing to take. Uh, yeah, so... You can listen. I actually have it like on my podcast feed. Now I, I listen back sometimes and I'm thinking, man, do I say really? And yeah, and yeah, you know, do I say that that much? And the answer is yes. Yes, I do. Now, I like preaching through the Bible because it keeps me off of hobby horses and, and that's why I don't like kind of topical preaching because people shape it around like the things they're really passionate about instead of letting the Word of God give our direction. And today I'm going to do something maybe even worse than a topical sermon. And that's what I call maybe a, a vision sermon, like a church ministry sermon, which is not just like in danger of being a hobby horse, but it's like just literally, this is a hobby horse and I'm riding it. So apologies and let's pray. Oh Lord, I pray that you would lead this message for your, for your glory and your power. And that we would be following you and not ourselves, that you would be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. So, our, our care group ministry, which is what you know we call small groups, cell groups, or whatever name that different people give to these things that we like, like to call when we get smaller groups of people in our church, and we call them care groups, because we want these like groups to care for one another and so fulfill the, the, the ministry of discipleship here at Valley Alliance Church. And so today I'm just going to encourage you a little bit here to join a care group. And then we're going to get the care group leaders, like as many of them as are, are here, to just share a little bit about, about their group and uh, why you should uh, to, to come out and be a part of of them. So we're going to give like David Letterman kind of sketch the top five reasons to join a care group. And we're going to start at five and we're going to count down. So number five is learn the Bible. Now, the first thing you might ask is why this is number five on the list, because this probably sounds like something that should be like closer up to the top. After all, this is Valley Alliance Church and like we go through the Bible like that's what we do. And it's not to denigrate learning the Bible, which is really great. Like the Bible is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Jesus defeats Satan's temptations in the wilderness by what? By saying, thus says the Lord. And Satan flees like, the, the, like it is breath and life to us. And it is a key part of what we do. And it's what we do in care groups. 
want to be careful. Because the Bible is not just a collection of facts to know. There are a lot of kids who are great at Bible quizzing and not so great at life. If I speak in the tongues of men and angels but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. And there is a way that you can like experience parts of God's grace and God's gifts in a way that misses the most core element, which is love. Which, as we learned, is caring for others at cost to yourself. And so as we learn the Bible, as we read and as we study, because like what other truth do we have? We want to learn it in a, in a place where we're loving each other and learning to apply it in our lives and care for one another at the same time. We need to have our hearts transformed, not just no facts. James reminds us, you believe that God is one you do well, even the demons believe and shudder. We need to go past facts and get into our hearts, which is something a care group, when done well, does fantastically. When you can just be pouring out tears like, man, I don't understand. I don't understand where God is in this. And you can pray and you can cry and you can learn together. Reason number four, top four, why you should join a care group friendship. Uh, this may seem like a little silly, but if you want to know where someone is going to be in five years, one of the fastest way is look who their friends are. <laughs> Like this is like things we think about for our kids. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. But it's true for 14-year-olds. And it's true for 78-year-olds. We don't want to... Like... like it's, it's hard as an adult to make friends. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Like, you get out of college, and man, all of a sudden, it's, like, hard. But, like, one thing we want in our care groups is this is a place to, like, share with one another. Like, almost all the people that I end up being closest to at our church now are the guys in the Samson Society group because that's the guys I'm with every week. And, you know, you know talking about how we're doing and where we're at and, and it's like those kind of things build friendships and build friendships with people in Christ that are going to build us up instead of all the influences and there's a lot of influences in our life we can't we can't choose sometimes who we hang out with at work and who we're hanging out with but we can join a care group and be encouraged let's skip that first so number three serve others Joining a group to serve others, as great as it is to be cared for and blessed when you care for other people, we have 
Some of the deepest joys in life is when we can help others. And this is something like ticked inside of us that we don't always think about. It's like we find our deepest joy when we serve others. You know, when I was in college, I used to have this, this kind of trick. I, I, you know, if someone was having just a horrible day or they were just like down and out, and this is a little trick I learned, even though I'm not like very socially apt, but I learned this trick. You guys can use it too. Is that when someone's having a really bad day, ask them for help. Like, hey, you know, I really need help with this thing. Or you have advice on this thing. Now, instead of just like listening to them like with all their problems, you ask them, so I've got a problem. And you know what happens is they all say, well, actually, I think like, like it's almost everyone has at least some ideas of something. And all of a sudden, they're in the position of serving instead of the position of, of complaining and their mood changes because we are built to use our gifts by God in unique ways. And when we do that, we find some of our deepest joys. First Peter has this whole list of ways to serve others. Show hospitality to another without grumbling. And a care group is a way to invite people into your home. Show hospitality, care for one another. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. It's like when we use our gifts to serve one another, we find ourselves in the middle of God's plan. And when we're there is when we find our deepest joys and satisfactions. Not using our gifts is a is a sure way to like having things broken in our lives and using them is where we find structure and reality. Now, I'm going to go on in this because not just serving one another is, is, is we don't want to just think about it in, in a, a secular sense, but we want to serve each other spiritually as well. And so the second reason we're getting to like the top things is Join a care group so that you can use your spiritual gifts. And he goes, whoever, whoever speaks as one who speaks the oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. I didn't have right the time to write the, it was too small, so I made it miss. But look it up in your paper Bible and you'll be fine. When we believe in Jesus Christ truly, and this is the one thing, you come to Christ, is he offers us the hope of the gospel. And you can come to him, and by believing in his name, you are, are joined to him in such a way that he gives his righteous life in your place so that you are holy and pure in God's eyes in a way that cannot change. And that so that in Christ you have hope of life now and eternal life when you die, never to be separated with God. And that's just such an amazing gift. And wait, I feel like the ShamWow guy. And wait, there is more. <laughs> Like, there is more because not only do we get fellowship with God, that God gives even more. Because God is more blessed to give than receive, and, and God just gives and gives. 
Because he gives spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. Not like the funny like meme things like on the internet. But, but gifts that are spiritual in nature that we use to serve one another. And I, I, I talked about this when we went through our spiritual gifts series. About how spiritual gifts almost always work in pairs. And so we have like prophetic gifts of, of having insight into people and, 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 and God in a way that encourages and builds people up. And there's also discernment that can check those gifts and they work together. There's, there's gifts of, of language and gifts of interpretation and those obviously like they have to work together. And all of the spiritual gifts work when we are in community face-to-face -face, instead of merely in a sitting in a congregation looking at a guy waving his arms on the stage. <laughs> and so care groups are a place for us to use the spiritual gifts that God has given us. Yeah, to that healing. And talk about the gifts of healing. And like healing is actually like it's one person praying for another. And so there's a healer, healer and healy, and these work together. And if you want to experience really like the fullness of what God has for you, you need to experience that in community because these are the things God designed these things to build us closer together instead of having us wander all apart. Man, wandering apart in this age, this digital age where people can feel some sort of counterfeit community by playing Fortnite or typing on Facebook or hanging out on Reddit threads. And man, it's a dangerous place to be when you're alone too much. But God designs our spiritual gifts to grow us closer together. And number one is to be a disciple. Um, I think I said, you know, I have like big goals and they're on my to-do sheet every week. And like one is to be a church where we love each other. And the other is that we be disciples of Christ and not just consumers of religious product. Disciples of Christ and not just consumers of religious product. Jesus, when he called us in the Great Commission, he said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. He says, make disciples. And we can think about that just sort of like, oh yeah, we need to go preach the gospel. He says, no, he says, make disciples. And what has Jesus just been doing for the past three years? He chose 12 men. Who he walked beside, who he ate with, who he spent time with. And like that is how they became disciples. They weren't just reading by themselves. They weren't just listening to podcasts or, or YouTube videos. I don't think anyways. And there's no record of them watching YouTube. Um, what they did was they spent time 
with their mature leader. They spent time with each other. And as they were with each other, they became disciples. And when Jesus said, he said, go make disciples. Do it the same way together in life. Not sitting and listening in auditoriums. Join care group. All right. Five reasons to join a care group. I had Number one, be disciple, not consumer. Two, like get to use your spiritual gifts. Three, serve others. <laughs> so like, like don't like don't be part of a church just to just to get. Like be part of a church to give. And not just to like to give of yourself, because when we give, we find like our deepest joy, which is kind of ironic. Like the more you give it away, the more you receive, which is just an incredible thing. Four, make friends. <coughs> yeah, like it's pretty basic, but it's important. And uh, and five, like learn, grow deeper in in God's word.